This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Well, hello, everybody. It's yet another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. I am Jamie. If you don't know us by now, you better know us by now because it's season freaking three. We've been at this for a while now. <laughs> we just, we haven't given up. Because at this point, it's the way that we always ensure that we'll see each other at least once a week. Yeah. You know, I mean, at this point, I mean, it's like, eh, go big, go home kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but any old who, so the one thing I wanted to talk about real quick was yesterday was Betty White's 100th birthday. Which would have been Betty White's. Which would have been her one. Yeah. Well, it was her May she rest. Birthday. Yes. In peace. And the lanai with the ladies eating cheesecake. Well, I just have to say it was awesome because everybody all over the place was donating to like little shelters tributes. and all that kind of stuff. Well, like specifically for like animal, like mm-hmm. rescue shelters, all that stuff, like because they know how much she loved animals. Um, and a friend of mine, her name's Sherry, she lives out in Arizona. Uh-huh. And I don't know what it was. I think I may have talked about it on the podcast, but I can't remember. And she was like flipping out on Facebook one day. <laughs> And she was like, somebody please help me. I need to get as many of these dogs, like their adoption fees paid or whatever, because they were at capacity. And it's Yuma, Arizona. And they were still like a high, they're like a kill shelter. Right. But they were like, um, we got some rescues, things like that. But there's been so many animals. A lot of people are dried up. So they were like asking, like, can you please help these help? So I called them. I'm like, what are the oldest ones you got? Because they're going to be the first ones they got. Right. Right. So I'm like, you know, more or less people are going to come in and save puppies and all this shit. Who were the older ones that I can get out of there? So they were like, this one, this one, this There was like six of them. I paid for all of them. Well, because I was like, oh, it's only like $25 because they were like reducing all the fees. So I was like, well, I can do more, do more, do more. I wanted to like save as many as I could. Aww. So there was like the oldest. I know. Like, You're don't get me crying. You're a fucking great person. <laughs> we know how I feel about animals. So, um. <laughs> kids, fuck them kids. Puppies. I know, right? So, um, there was only six of them and I paid for all six of those. Well, <laughs> so I get this email and it says Humane Society. Because it out there, it's the Humane Society of Yuma. And um, I said, I get this thing, and it's from the Humane Society. And I just assume it's from Delaware. Right. And they were, like, getting, you know, gearing up to do, you know, Betty's 100th birthday and all this stuff. So I was like, of course, like, donate right away. Right. Because I know I was going to do Renee's Rescues no matter what. And I knew I was going to do one other one, SPCA or, or whoever, right? So I'm like, well, here we go. I didn't realize it was Yuma. Oh, shit. And not that I didn't want to help them or anything, but I, I kind of helped my friend out that one, you know, that one time, but I kind of wanted to like help more people locally. And, you know, we're just sort of getting back on our feet financially and stuff. So I didn't have a whole lot of money, but I was like, well, fuck, I just donated to the wrong place. Well, I guess it kind of worked out. So I donated there and then Renee's Rescues came up and I, I donated to them. Um, but what I thought was really, really great was they were like, Google her name. Did you see that? Like if you Googled her name. If you waited just a second, things came over the screen and it said, thank you for being a friend. Oh, God, I would have cried. Oh, my God. I got PMS so bad right now. So right. I cry so, anyway all the time. And so I'm ready to I cry right now. So I can't deal with shit. Like, yeah. Betty White died and I was upset. And, you know, she was almost 100. But Bob Saget died and I, like, fucking cried like a bitch. Like, did you? I did. You cried over Bob Saget but not Betty White? Right. Well, I cried over Betty White. But it wasn't as, as shocking to me. As Bob Saget. As Bob Saget was, and I cried over Bob Saget. Oh, you're, we were really into the family. Right. Remember, me and, Katie, or me and Katie were watching Fuller House, man. Fuller House, that's it. Yeah. No, I didn't really watch any of those, so it didn't mean as much to me. Oh, if y'all could. 
send some get wells and prayers up if you if you you know believe in the sky daddy. My poor pregnant daughter, and you know, and God's sitting up there going, "She just called me sky daddy again, and yet After she wants I just people get to get that COVID, she, right?" And now she wants, she wants me to do her favors. So my do- poor daughter, <laughs> she's in her first trimester, and Katie's always had like she's got that big old biggest vein, yeah. nerve thing. So she's mm-hmm. been throwing up for years. Yeah, she got pregnant, so it's worse, and now she's got COVID, and she's got all oh, the digestive no. systems. So she's got the run, she's got the throw ups, all that. Oh my god! So please, <laughs> my poor baby, just send a prayer. Send a prayer. She's had a rough couple weeks with the murder of Ron the Bear and now this. With the murder of Ron the Bear. Double homicide. I know. Oh, God. Did you and ever get that thing situated yet? And no. And her poor yeah. husband also has the cootie now, so. Well, because, I mean, it's just, it's running rampant. It really is. It, I mean, at this Devin point, has it's it. everywhere. Oh, really? hmm Oh, my gosh. How are they dealing with that, with his family? Because you know, um, they're, like, older and. Well, Paco didn't get him. This weekend because of it. He found out because the, the school tests. Oh, okay. Um, so the school tests, so they found out before he even started showing symptoms. Okay. Um, he's he's feeling it. He's a little, like, stuffy. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, but he's home, and he won't be able to come back with Paco until his quarantine is up. Okay, gotcha. Be- because so he's with his mom's mom. older. Um, Devin does live... In a house where his grandmother, his mom works nights, so his grandmother takes care of him. So um, his grandparents are elderly, and he has a little sister who's too young to be vaccinated. So, I mean, I'm sure that they're going to handle it just fine. His mom's a nurse. Yeah. So. I mean, it's just, oh my gosh, it's just rampant everywhere. And I'm just really looking forward to when it's kind of it's relieved itself. You know right. what I mean? Like we've moved through it because it just kind of runs rampant and it's really, you know, done its thing right now. Oh, wait here. Here's the thing for Betty White. Oh, look, that's the Google. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to when it kind of moves on, you know how like it gets you to cluster for like a month right. and then it moves on. And it needs to move the fuck out because yeah. let me tell you how boring and slow it is at work because nobody wants to come out into the public because it's so bad in Delaware right now. And nobody is coming to the DMV, and it is so fucking slow, and it's driving me absolutely fucking insane. <laughs> you poor thing. I have got to be busy. Yeah. I if get I am it. not busy, I'm like twitchy. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not okay. Send I know my husband. If he's not busy, he just falls asleep. Well, I wish I could fall asleep. He did. He's one of those people. He's got like narcolepsy or something. He's just like <laughs> he just falls asleep. I can't, man. He'll never like, cheat on me because he can't stop sleeping. I was sick. <laughs> I was sick, and I couldn't even sleep while I was sick. Yeah. Like, there was no, like, Paco's like, if you don't calm the fuck down, there's my weekly um phone update. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, every time you're here, it, like, goes off. Uh, now I'm making TikTok videos, and it never fails. It goes off in my TikTok, and I'm like, motherfucker, I always forget to fucking turn off those notifications. <laughs> well, we have quite a bit. Quite a bit has been going on. Okay, you but go I, first because I don't have a lot. Well, I wanted to just mention real quick. So I get this thing. It's called the neighborhood. The neighborhood or app? neighborhood app. Yeah. yeah. I used and, to. I don't know what happened to it. Well, um, the Wawa by you. Right. Right there, like Memorial Drive. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how, but somebody was so pissed off because apparently they put the mask mandate back in. Yeah. Or whatever. So, and who, I mean, at the end of the day, Cares, right? Whatever. I don't care. Just put a fucking mask on. 
Move on with your day. You're walking in Wawa. You're coming out of Wawa. I'm, a lot of people converge pretty close there, right? Right. Especially that one, the one on yeah. Memorial Drive at lunchtime is jam-packed. It's pretty, yeah, it's, it's a very, very busy one. Um, I mean, they kind of are, but that one's definitely busy. But anyway, somebody was like, just so you know, the Wawa at Memorial Drive and Route 13, they are not enforcing the mandate. And like all these people were coming on calling this woman a Karen. Oh my God, snitches get stitches, yes. especially in that area. And it was like, oh my God. And so I'm like reading the comments going, oh. And then a couple people, it was like older white women, like, you know, older. They were like, well, somebody should call somewhere and, and blah, 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 like make a complaint or whatever. Well, then people start getting into the whole, why are we even wearing them anyway? The CDC just came out and said the ones that we're all wearing around doesn't work anyway. Right. They don't work. It, it, you're just breathing it in. It doesn't matter. You're not even using the right ones. So they got in this big old debate. And I'm not going to get into the debate here because I'm like, whatever. I'll wear my mask. I could care less. Whatever I can do to try to prevent it a little bit, I'm going to do, right? So to me, it doesn't bother me. But I do understand where some other people are coming from. But, man, they were going hard on uh -huh. her. It was like 180-some comments of people blasting yep. her with, like, three old white women going, somebody should call and tell them. I am. <laughs> so um, if you were freaking out, because obviously <clears throat> with the state of Delaware, um, there's you can't find a home test anywhere. Anything oh, like I just that. got a link. Beth so, Andrew sent me a link for free home ones. Right. So the so the there's a government one and there's also the USPS one. That one. So www.usps.com backslash COVID test will get you if you register your address, you'll get four free at home. Yes. I just did that today. Beth Ann sent me a, yeah, they, she sent me a link, so I sent her some of those. So they do have that now, which I think is really nice of them because they're so hard to find. Yeah, like and then I where had you to, can find them, they're like marking them up like right, big time. Like I had to hunt one down and pay double what one was worth to get one, just to find out I was still positive and couldn't go to the public. So, well, not this past Saturday. The Saturday before, I was gonna say because I, I thought you just said that you had tested. Yeah, I went to the pub this past Saturday. By yeah, the way. I had some glory time. I was very excited. I was about to get my karaoke on. And don't you know they shut down karaoke at 10.30 because nobody came out? Oh, wow, really? I was like, Oh, what are they doing at the pub? Are they doing masks and all that? Are they, yeah. like, back on the... Yeah, they're I doing anything? Like, are you fucking kidding me? All I want out of life... Is to go to work and go to karaoke? To go to karaoke. I haven't been to karaoke in over a month. Yeah. Jason was nice enough to let me sing one song. And then that was done. Well, let me tell you. Friday night was our first night out. We had a date night out. Oh, shit, you went out? You went went out, house? yes. The kids, um, his kids were with their mom. So we went out oh, and, okay. And then I had Chipotle. And not anything crazy. They're just chicken with rice and um, black beans, a little bit of cheese and a little bit of sour cream. That's it. And then I had like their chips with their very mild salsa. And I didn't overdo it. I was very good about it. And my stomach was tore up. So then we go to the movies to see the new screen. The new screen was okay, by the way. It I was okay. No I mean, if you if you ever watched any of them before and you were fans of it, like this one's, I think this one's good enough to go to. Um, if I, eh, I could have watched it at home. The only movie I really want to see in the theaters right now is Ghostbusters. Yes, that was that was so so good. I actually think I'm going to buy that, believe it or not, to watch it again because all of us liked it so much. Um, but anyway, so we're sitting there and all of a sudden these beans start doing what they normally don't do to me. So, I mean, gas, just tons of gas. 
And it's not coming out of my ass. It's coming up into my chest and in my throat. Oh. So I'm like, oh, my God. So I take my medicine, and I'm like, all right, let's see if that'll help. Cause, and I'm like, oh, I just, oh, God, I just don't feel good. I don't feel good. So towards the end of it, my heart starts going off. It starts going off. And I'm like, oh, my God. And it was like a little one to start with. And I'm like, then, and I'm, you know, because they're like esophageal spasms. is like kind of what I'm thinking they are at this point. But they set my heart off. So I don't know if it's attached to it or something. I don't know what the frack happens. But anyway, so that one goes off. And then I get a big one. Okay. And my heart's like sitting at like 150. And I'm like flipping the fuck out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, all right, stay calm, stay calm. And I like tell him, like, hey. Babe, oh my god, my heart. And he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know. And I'm one of those people that freezes. <laughs> you know, you get the like the fight or flight people. And I'm like, I like freeze. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I just sit there and I freeze for a minute. And then like it passed and everything. And, I was, and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, because it was almost at the end. And I really was like, I didn't want to make a scene in front of all these people. And, you know, as you're starting to have a panic attack over something that's going on with you, it's like makes it worse when there's all these people around you and you don't want people to look at you. You don't want them to see it. So you're like, oh, fuck. And then it goes off again. And I was like, we got to go. And thankfully it was at the end. And as soon as we walk out the doors, I mean, I'm hysterically crying because I'm, like, fucking terrified. Because I have PTSD from that shit. Like, I can't feel my heart doing that. Ever since that arrhythmia, I cannot deal with that anymore. So I'm, like, fucking terrified. And he's like, what do you want me to do? I was like, let's just go home. Let me lay down. Let me get some water. Do my little thing. And thankfully, but, I mean, it literally sat at, like, 100 for, like, two hours. It was, like, so fucking uncomfortable. And all I ate was Chipotle. And I was like, this fucking blows. So it's like, you know, you wanted to go out? I'm like, I finally get a date night out with my husband. I was so sick Saturday and Sunday, I couldn't even get out of bed because my GERD was so bad. It felt like right. I did like one million sit-ups. I'm sorry. I, have to I know the dog needs to go out. And I'm like, what the shit? So I felt like I did like a million sit-ups, couldn't get out of bed. As soon as I would stand up, I was so nauseous, I had to sit back down again. I was like, are you kidding me? I finally get a night out, so you don't get to do karaoke. I couldn't like enjoy my day no. night. <laughs> so I'm like, it's got to be a better so, 2022 than this. I'm so Paco had to drop me off on Saturday because my car is technically currently in the shop right so Paco drops me off right we pick up Jason and then we go to the pub and Paco drops me off and at 10 30 I call him and I'm like babe you can just come on back and get me because they you know they're not doing karaoke mm-hmm. he's like fuck baby Mikey's on the way oh wow he's actually going out oh so I call Mikey I'm like are you going to my house and he's like not yet and I was like you're by the pub he was like actually and I was like can you swing by and pick me up well his his mom traded in the Lincoln so she got a van because she's wheelchair bound and she needed something she can get in and mm-hmm. out of. So Mikey comes and he's like, boop, boop. So I go out and Mikey's in this big ass van. And oh, wow. So the third row, the very last row is the only row that's in the in the van. There's no passenger seat. And I'm like way back. So oh my while God. I'm talking to Mikey, <laughs> because if there's one thing that I can do with Mikey for hours, it's chit chat. Oh, yeah. Me and Mikey have good banter and... Yeah, he's really good with that. He can talk about anything. Right. So, I was like, oh. So, I couldn't I couldn't hear him. So, I went and I sat down on the passenger side floor where there was supposed to be a seat. And he was like, Jamie, what are you doing? He was like, there's no seat there. There's no seatbelt. You could die. And I was like, Mikey... You could die. It's fine. He was like, do you know what that would do to my psyche? <laughs> so, <laughs> there's no clip, mind you. So, I was like... And pulled the seatbelt down, even though there was nowhere to clip it, because I was sitting on, like, the floor. Yeah. He was like, oh, my god!" So we get to the neighborhood where he's turning into the neighborhood, and I was like, I'm going to go sit down back there again. He was like, we're, like, four minutes away, and now you're going to go sit back there and be safe? (laughs) I was thinking it was more like a drive in Miss Daisy kind of thing. But meanwhile. That would have been so funny. 
meanwhile, Paco is texting, and my phone's on silent, and Paco is texting me and calling me. He's like, babe, is Mikey coming to get you? Because I forgot to tell Paco that Mikey's going to pick me up. Oh, my God. And now he can't get a hold of you. Doesn't right. know what's going on with you. So I get to the house, and Mikey, Paco's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, what? He was like, you don't have to. And I looked, and I was like, oh, yeah, Mikey's up. <laughs> he he was, was like, like, thanks for letting me know now. Oh, my God. Right, babe? So I've got, like, two things, small things, just to start with. Okay. So do you know how, like, you know, everybody posts, like, time flies with their kids, like, they're getting uh-huh. older and older? Yep, that's bullshit. Bye. Well, like, I, well, I look at me. Oh, crap, I'm dropping stuff off my desk. So, like, for instance, like, when Christopher comes home, I'm hoping he's actually going to give us his date when he leaves, because he might leave on Sunday. This Sunday? This Sunday. The and I'm fuck? like, yeah, I know. And it's like, oh my God. But they still haven't told him yet. And I'm like, okay, are they going to tell you soon or what? Like, what the frack is happening? So I'm like kind of waiting for that. But I'm like, when you think about it, it's like, God, time does fly when you when you look back at it. Like, you know, it feels like a long time, but it wasn't long enough to yeah. me. It didn't feel long enough. To you. Like, I, I would keep I, my boys with me forever. I know you would. Understood that. I would absolutely. And to be fair, I would absolutely keep Katie with me forever. And I can say well, you I, you couldn't wait till she left. No, I hated it when she left. Well, when she after she left, remember you got real. Well, you yeah, got because real now she real comes quick. over and she's all up in my fucking face, and I'm like, go away. Oh my but god, no! I don't feel like I would ever be honest like that. with you. If she called me tomorrow and was like, "Mom, I just want to come home." <laughs> oh my god, I keep dropping everything. Off. <laughs> keep dropping off my vitamins. Oh. I just want to come home. I would be like, I and Paco would be like, okay, yeah, no, <laughs> I know what you mean. Well, I mean, for me, it's just like, wow, time really does fly. Well, what do, what do you do? Like, it's weird. Like, when somebody has, like, a brand new baby. So, a friend of mine just had a baby. I have two brand new babies. I know. Well, mine is she's, she's – and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, she's a brand new mom, and she's, like, the cutest mom. Like, she just loves – she loves being pregnant. She loves being a mom. She's just one of those people that she probably could have 15 more like out in a field of lilies somewhere and they would just pop out and love her and she, it would be great. Birds would chirp. It'd be fantastic. I was not one of those people myself, but anyway, she posted this and I thought it was so cute. I can't believe our baby girl is in size one diapers already and outgrew newborn size. Stop going so fast. I'm like, yeah. she is two months old. Yeah. Little CJ is like almost two weeks old and mm-hmm. he is can I tell you I went to see him on Saturday and he is like trying to like take off already he's got his head up and looking around already and he's already rolling over oh he's not even a month old wow and when she lays him on his chest he likes to be right here in her throat with her, his head oh, so wow. he will literally pull himself up her chest until he is in her neck oh my god how funny is that and he is the sweetest little man Aww. He's the sweetest little man. Well, I, I just thought that was really cute because it's like, here I'm getting ready. Like, to me, it's like, stop growing so fast. You're, you're 21. You're getting ready to leave me for boot camp. I don't even want to talk about it. And she's saying, like, I'm just out of size one diapers. And I'm like, I, I mean, wish well, I could train for you. When I walk you. in the door, you're ready to murder Jonathan. Man. Like, well, that's just because he's shit in the bed in school right now because he always does it. It's always this time of year where he gives up on it. Look at me. Yeah, that's what he told me. Don't even look at me. I'm like, if you don't get the fuck out of my face. But anyway. Oh, so excuse me. I have to let the dog back in now. I, I know. She's knocking on the door. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. So somebody posted something that I thought also was interesting from back in the day. But it was back in the day from before we were even born. Okay. So I'm in this group. And I can't remember what the hell the group's called now. But anyway, somebody posted a picture. 
And back in 1976, they had, or they were able to find their smoking permit. What? So it was a Bridgewater Raritan High School West. Right. From where it was. And it says student smoking permit. It says who the person was. Her name was Leanne. I won't say her last name. What her homeroom was. And data issue is 9-15-76. And it had to be authorized by somebody. It looks like it was Ronald Gardner or something like that down here. How weird is that? So, you know, like, right before the class of 92. So, 89? I want to say 89. Christiana, that whole courtyard that we used yeah. to hang out with was a smoking court. Really? Yeah. Well, I just thought that was, like, the craziest thing. And, like, you could literally go into the office and be like, I need a smoking pass. Right. Or permit. And as long as you had this, you could just puff away and nobody right. would say shit to you. That's How crazy. wild is that? So I also, let's talk about babies and their how to not make them. And let's talk about sex, baby. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about Drake. Oh, good. Okay, because I had no fucking clue what the Let fuck you were talking about. Let's talk about Drake. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, my God. Picture it. Oh, my God. Somewhere in America. <laughs> Early 2022. <laughs> so, an Instagram model gets close enough to Drake to where she's like, hey, and he's like, oh, hey. And they go back to his hotel and they do the bounce at the bounce bounce. Okay. They do the dirty. He, of course, wears a condom. He's very careful with things like that because he's a celebrity and bitches want to fuck him to get pregnant so they can get that big bag of child support. Okay. Drake, who already has a baby, doesn't want any more babies. So he wore a condom. God damn it. <laughs> So then, when the deed is done, he goes into the bathroom, takes off the condom, and proceeds to dump hot sauce into the condom to kill the sperm. Now, I'm going to break it down to y'all. I mean, depending how quick she was, let me tell you how condoms work. (laughs) In case y'all are confused. you feel that sliminess that is inside and outside of the condom is nanoxidil 9. It is what we call a spermicide. It kills the spermies. So the spermies. Okay, so you go give it an education lesson and right. then you fall at, at the end with spermies. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> so the, the sperm in there, if she would have acted quickly enough, yes, she probably could have got a couple viable sperms and possibly could have got pregnant. So he takes hot sauce and he pours it into the condom. He throws it in the trash. Because it's bad to flush condoms because they're not biodegradable. It's like actually very bad to flush condoms. Don't flush your condoms. So anyway, Chicken Chick comes in, sees the condom, and proceeds to put it inside of her. But there's hot sauce in it. So she is like, oh my god, it burns, it burns, it burns. Of course it does, Oh my bitch. god. Now, here's the thing. How did she not see it? How did you not see it? Because, A, unless it wasn't a run-of-the-mill condom. Like, is it a run-of-the-mill condom? Is it, or is it, like, a colored condom? Oh, maybe it was, yeah, like, maybe he got if, a black one or if something. If it's, like, a black one, but it. I don't think so. Like, I feel like it's just a condom. But she didn't see the hot sauce. She would have seen red-ass hot sauce or orange-ass right. hot sauce. because I'm like, wouldn't that shit be red? It would have so been. I'm, I need to know 
Drake's people. <laughs> if only we were popular enough that we could get that Jake's answer. Jake's people, was it a black condom? Like, yeah. first of all, because if it's a regular run-in-the-mill condom, you'd have to be able to see that red sauce. Not to mention the fact that if you were to see that color sperm, you would think, holy shit, this motherfucker needs to see a doctor. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't be trying to put it in my coochie. So here she is trying to secure the bag. She puts it into her vaginal cavity. Where <laughs> it begins to burn. Because, hello, hot sauce. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Um, now she's suing Drake. Oh, she's got a volcano puss at that point. Like, a, vo- right. a volcano puss. The puss is lava. Yeah, at that point. The puss is lava, like the floor. She's suing him. And she is trying to sue him. And there's a lawyer that's actually going to do this when she was trying to extort him. When she was basically, first of all, that's his, it was his hotel room. It was his firm. It was his condom. The condom she dug out of the trash. That she dug out of the trash. So it, it, she basically stole his his biological and personal property. But she thinks she's going to get money. She was it, it, trying to extort him first for of trying all. to fucking that, knock herself up. And there's an attorney. There's a game. Is, is Drake fighting? Okay, where did you find it? Is it all over? It's all you this? over. I, I is heard he fighting it on the it? I don't know what or he's fighting Or is she just hoping it. he's going to, like, settle? I think she's hoping that he just throws money at it to shut her up. But this is so fucking ridiculous that I feel like he should fight it. I think so, too. Just, well, okay. Here it is. I've watched enough Judge Judy at this point that I feel like oh, I, know. I know the law. <laughs> just call me Judge Danielle. Um, so she always says something like when people are coming in and like, say they rented a car for their cousin because they weren't old enough or whatever, or they didn't have a credit card. Right. And then the cousin went and did something fucked up and now they want Judge Judy to like step in. She's like, well, first of all, you were defrauding the car rental company by doing it to this person. You weren't supposed to do that. So she calls it like clean hands. Right. Like, um. Like they cancel it out. Yeah. Well, it's like, you can't come to court, um. And ask for them to help you when your hands aren't clean in the transaction. Right. Or, like, whatever had happened, right? So, you were also breaking the law or not doing the right thing or morally wrong. Right. And now you want us to come fix a problem that wouldn't have happened if you weren't acting like a shady motherfucker. Right. She was acting like a shady motherfucker. Right. And Drake was not wrong. Technically, he put hot sauce in his own sperm. And celebrities celebrities are weird. He might have threw that on some wings later. Who knows? <laughs> there may up. be some weird fad diet out there that nobody I knows really, about. I really, really doubt it. I'm sorry. But that is, that's insane. I can't believe there's even an attorney that's willing to take the case. Oh, of course there is. Of I mean, well, because there it's is. so, it's, I mean, I, you're right. I mean, it is kind of stupid to be like, I can't even believe someone won't do it. No, I guess it is believable that somebody would do it. It's oh, just, you want to sue Drake? Okay. I know, but in this case... That client is so bad. Like, how? You know what I mean? Like, how do you do such a thing? I don't know. She started from the bottom, and now she's here. Oh, that's, my that's a God. Oh. That is really, 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 really bad, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't even know. What, oh, my God. Like, people are so Started from up. the bottom. Now it burns. You know? I wonder how hot the hot sauce was. Like, was it, like, <laughs> was it, like, like, Frank's red hot? Or, like, you know, we put that shit on everything? Or oh. was it more, like, you know, 
the devil's asshole hot sauce. I heard it was the devil's asshole one. Just because she was being so trifling. I too, too. So, my friend Jen had posted this little meme, real, and I thought it was hilarious. So, if the CDC gives us any more mixed signals, I'm going to fall in love with them. Right? thought that was funny. Um, You know who's not in love anymore, though? Jason Momoa and Lisa Bernay. Girl, I already licked him and called dibs. Girl, you know, there's also another meme that says, um, you know, you, you, you're not going to, that's not going to happen. You know what? My mom always told me, you can do whatever you want and get whatever you want if you put your mind to it. Oh, yeah? My mind's been on Jason Momoa since, like... <laughs> well, they are not together anymore. 16 years together, and they are not together. And then, let me see. This one is... And I thought this was great, so I'm going to end on this one. So, this is from crafty.dipley.com. And it was Bride Freaks Out, or Freaks, after being shamed for asking guests to dress based on their weight. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm like, are you kidding me? So it says, when it comes to weddings, there is the dreaded B word, bridezilla. These are brides whose behavior when planning their wedding is demanding and absurd. She may ask her bridesmaids to dye their hair so she can be the only blonde one. Or maybe she wants to be <laughs> the one bride who asked her guests to dress based on their weight. <laughs> In a post that's since gone viral, the wife-to-be made ridiculous dress codes demands to her guest. She wrote that she's given them a year and a half notice to pick out something nice. This is so they can create an incredible visual effect, she says. This is supposed to make their synchronized dancing, yes, really, really pop on the Hawaiian beach. Sounds fake? Well, it's very, very true. Then came the dress code based on people's weight. Women 100 to 160 pounds were asked to wear a green velvet sweater, orange suede pants, Louboutin heels, and a Burberry scarf. They're in fucking Hawaii first. I just, you know what I mean? Let's just put that out there. You want to wear a sweater and a scarf in fucking Hawaii. Okie dokie. She wrote that the red bottoms of the designer heroes will stand out during the dance number. The hideous outfit comes on not so pretty cost. For reference, Louboutin heels typically start at $6.95 and go all the way up to $6,000. Right. On the same note, a Burberry scarf typically costs around $600. The men got it a lot cheaper. Those 100 to 200 pounds were asked to wear a purple fuzzy jacket, soda hat, all white trainers, and plain glow sticks i have no idea so basically nothing that matches whatsoever for the dudes women over 160 pounds were basically asked not to be there they were asked to we would have been like fuck me going to why they were asked to wear all black including black heels meanwhile men 200 pounds and up were asked to wear camouflage and black sneakers Mm -hmm. as for the children they were told to wear red from head to toe to form the shape of a heart as if those demands weren't enough, the guests were asked to bring a change of clothing that's valued at at least $1,000. Why? Why does it need to be $1,000? I'm so confused. It says because spending $1,500 on, dance, on the dance outfit, outfit wasn't enough. Remember, ladies and gents, this wedding is 24 karat theme for a reason. You have a year and a half to get working. No excuses. Mwah. The bride concluded her post. After a guest leaked her post, it didn't take long for her post to go viral. <laughs> So it said, Shark's View said, so I've never been, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the idea of having to wear sweater, suede pants, <laughs> velvet, patch jackets, no matter what time of year you're in Hawaii, is going to be a disgusting, sweaty mess, especially if I'm expecting to dance. And has anyone considered how awful this color scheme is? One writer asked. Let's also not forget that they will be dancing in these outfits under the Hawaiian sun. It doesn't get more sweating than that. I'm like, oh my God, it says, is... The incredible visual effect the bride is trying to create with green, orange, purple, black, red, and camo color scheme a seizure. This writer wrote, 
We were wondering that ourselves. I'm glad I'm fat. I would be invisible against a dark background like the sea and starry sky. Oh, wait. I would not go. She would politely bog off. One root. Politely my ass. Mm-hmm. Speaking Can you of, believe that shit? Speaking of overweight and people who are fucking outrageous. Okay. I have something. All right. Okay. So, parents are outraged after the school suggests shapewear to tackle body image issues in the middle school, middle school age girls. What? Why? Parents outraged after a school suggests shapewear to tackle body images in middle school girls. One Mississippi middle school attempted attempt at addressing girls' body image concerns sparked outrage among parents, forcing the school to backtrack. Ashley Hoon of South Haven, Mississippi, became angry after her 13-year-old daughter, Caroline, handed her a letter from South Haven Middle School. It titled, Why Do Girls Suffer from Body Image? It says the letter discussed body image issues among females and at the bottom offered parents the option to consent to their daughters receiving healthy literature and shapewear. We, the counselors of Southern South Haven Middle School, would like to have the opportunity to offer some healthy literature to your daughter on maintaining a positive body image. Part of the, the letter reads, I had to reread it a few times, you told the CNN. My first instinct was to go up to the school and yell at every person I could find. <laughs> yell at every person I could find. I don't blame you. Who told CNN that 8th grader Caroline had called the letter stupid and didn't understand its purpose? After taking some time to calm down and gather her thoughts, Hume took to Facebook to share her concerns. Other parents quickly chimed in in agreement. It's hard to raise girls in this environment with social media, which is legit. Yeah, that's With filters and Photoshop, Hoon said they're bombarded with images of what the ideal body is. She then sent South Haven Principal John Starton a lengthy email to further express her concerns. The letter unfortunately takes an unforeseen turn by offering my daughter shapewear. <clears throat> Hoon's email read, if my daughter begged me for shapewear, I would tell her no. Now I find out that you are encouraging her to wear it. I honestly am baffled that a counselor who is trained in child psychology would actually think this is a good idea. Saradin called Hoon on Wednesday morning, and they met later that day. Hoon and Saradin... Sartain? I call him Satan. <laughs> Hoon said Satan was very, very apologetic and said the counselors had nothing but good intentions with the note. He also told her that the program had since been canceled. Mm. Was there funding for this shit? The district has been made aware of the parental permission form sent to parents by South Haven Middle School. Lauren Magerson, the Sato County School Executive Administrative Assistant to the Superintendent, told CNN in a written statement, district officials understand how this type of information could cause a serious concern for parents. Do you? Mm. I don't think they were trying to send out that message, but bottom line is that the message that came across was shitty. Um, CNN reached to, out to South Haven Middle School for a comment. Who notes that she didn't intend for this to be anything more than voicing her concern and adds that everyone makes mistakes and the school is working on fixing their errors. Oh, well, and it's like maybe they had their heart in the right place, just, you know. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but here you are, sitting, minding your own business at a school meeting, and 
all the teachers and the faculty were like, oh my god, let's talk about Spanx. Um, well, you know damn well they didn't have any money You know, little, Jess- little Jessica needs some Spanx. Mm-hmm. No. No. What part of fucking Mississippi is this? Is this like beauty pageant Mississippi? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of, they probably just didn't know what to do and they thought they were helping and they were just not helping. No. You're not that helping. That was not helping. You're being a douchebag. And the fact that you even fucking put that out there into the, you spoke it into existence. You're fucking terrible people. Ah, you're terrible people. <laughs> oh my god. All right, where are we at? Okay. It's your time. Hmm? It's your time. It's my turn? Mm-hmm. Well, Danielle's got me over here with all the food again. Well, I'm thinking it's 6 o'clock and my husband left work at 4.30 and I don't know where he is. Oh. So, I'm just, I don't know, a little concerned about that at the moment. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, did I get that one? Yes, I got that one. I think the one where the guy got, like, didn't invite the girlfriend of seven years to the wedding. Did I do that yes. one last year? Or last month? Yeah. Or whatever, last, oh my god, last year, last month. Um, so apparently there is a first ever guy, according to USA Today, and I think it's been in a couple other places, but this guy was the first ever pig to human heart transplant. Oh wow, did it work? So, so far he's still alive. So far, it's still alive. Well, because I think that they've been trying to do quite a few things for a while, mm-hmm. um, and they weren't able to make it work for more than a couple days. They were doing it in like in orangutans or something like that, and it like wasn't working. So um, apparently, it says David Bennett, fifty-seven, agreed to be the first first to risk the experimental surgery, hope it would give him a shot at making it home to his Maryland duplex and his beloved dog Lucky. So and like his doctors are basically saying it's like nothing short of a miracle. So. Like, this article is really, really long, so I won't read the whole thing. But apparently their pigs are, like, genetically modified. So they have, like, certain things that are turned off and certain things that are turned on. Right, they're clone pigs. Yeah, or something like that, where they get, like, their things, like, it's so that they they don't reject the heart. Like, we don't reject it. So, okay, there goes my stepdaughter just waving. Um, So I thought that was kind of neat in and of itself. And, and at that time he had lived for like a couple weeks or something, but it was like a big deal. But the thing was that a lot of people were saying was that he couldn't get a heart himself because in the past he just wouldn't follow physician like recommendations. Like he wouldn't change his diet. He wouldn't take the medications he was supposed to do, all that kind of stuff. Right. So they're like, well, look, we're not going to give you a transplant. We got, ow, damn, I got all these people, you know, there's all these people waiting for a transplant that can die. And we're not going to waste the heart on you. And so when the guy, like, went downhill, he went down, like, pretty fast. Yeah. And so they came to him, like, look, you're going to die one way or the other, but how about you help us out with this thing? So he became right. the first ever person, and it's, like, working. So he's not completely Wouldn't it be crazy ran- if, like, it works fantastic and he fucking lives to be, like, 88? I mean, yeah, absolutely. It, it definitely would. I mean, obviously, I, I mean, you want to see somebody, you know, make it. I mean, if that kind of thing can work because it's only the beginning you know i mean just imagine like where we would be you know in 50 more years like where where could we possibly be but what i thought was interesting was he was like well look i don't want to die so i'm going to do this thing for you and at the time he was on the heart and ecmo okay and they were like kind of taking him off a little bit a little bit at a time a little bit at a time and stuff and at that point at the time that they did this he had been two days after his surgery he was good 
Oh, there goes all the sewing things down because I'm going to get another one. There it goes. Two of them come out. Um, I forget where it said. I think they said it was a couple weeks at that point. And I kind of wanted to follow up and just see, like, what's going on. Because I haven't seen anything yet saying that he didn't make it. But I'm like, wow. And so I guess in his mind, he was like, well, look, you know, it's my last shot because I made, like, a fuckery of myself and, like, you know, that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. I guess we're going to have to wait and see. But it was the first ever piggy human heart transplant. I have something crazy about animals, too. Okay. Goat gives birth to a deformed, hairless baby with a human face. And it's what? not a World News Daily report. <laughs> okay. It says, warning, graphic images. Oh, my God. Did they actually really show it? A farmer was left stunned after a goat gave birth to a deformed, hairless baby with the face of a human, which attracted an influx of villagers desperate to get a glimpse. The human body, oh, the human baby-like offspring was found in Gangapur Village in northeast India by Shankar Daz. 46. The kid was born with just two limbs and didn't have a tail. It was completely hairless with ears that were severely deformed. Some have said kids that the kid's facial features resemble human due to its nose, mouth, and forehead. Oh, my. Hmm. That's wild. That is weird. The unusual incident had Shakur astonished, saying it was the first time he had witnessed anything like it. The neighbors rushed to our house. He said everyone was left shocked by its appearance resembling a human baby. That doesn't really look like a human. He explained how the new arrival was the goat's secondary deli- second delivery. It has stunned me that the villagers as well, he added. The kid was born alive but later died. They buried the second arrival later that day, leaving the family upset and baffled. I guess it was the second goat from the mom. They keep calling it the second arrival. Um, in India, some locals suggested that the birth of a deformed animal is considered a bad omen or bad luck. Neighbor Rakesh Kumar added, in many areas it is considered as a warning. The people see the mutant birth as a sign from God. Local vet Fayez Ahmed said goats are more susceptible when it comes from, comes to mutate, mutant births. The impaired development of the kid in the womb is likely caused by the Rift Valley Fever Disease. There could be other possibilities as well, which led to a genetic mutation. So it's saying it's the advice that the farmer should take their animals to the veterinarian for more detailed checkups, he added. So basically, he's telling them you should probably get your animals to the vet more. But I don't think it looks like a baby. Um, I don't. I didn't think it looked like a baby either. But, you know, it is common, like, and I might sound gross, but, you know, there's, we've read a lot of articles that they tend to have sex with their livestock there. So. Oh my God. Who knows? It might be a crossbreed. Oh my God. I didn't really look human to me. I don't know, some people always just, like, want to make something out of something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, oh, so apparently there is a potentially hazardous asteroid more than twice the size oh, of the Empire Building. I hear. It's going to make a close pass by Earth. And I'm like, you know what? Y'all better stop. Y'all better call Bruce Willis. You know, I'm serious. just to hear you breathing. <laughs> um... If we do have to go up into space, 
and like destroy a, a freaking a- asteroid like that. <clears throat> I really do hope that our team is as hot as that movie. Well, you know what? Don't look up. We talked about this very thing, and they weren't successful, and everybody fucking died. I have not watched that yet. It's it's pretty decent. I actually thought it was fine. I thought it was good. Yeah, Jay liked it. I liked it. I thought it was great. Um, on another note, though, so Jamie Lynn Spears dropped a book. I'm so fucking over the Britney Spears fucking Jamie Lynn Spears bullshit. I, I really am. Like, shut up already. Who gives a flying fuck? Like, we freed Britney, and we shouldn't have. We That's so- what- that bitch is fucking crazy. <laughs> oh my god. That bitch is nuts. She's not that nuts. Well, the stuff that she put out, she put out like a letter to her and it was very cogent. Like you could, mm. it wasn't all over the place, but she did use a lot of emojis and I'm like, okay. <laughs> but she seems to do that though when she's writing. But anyway, so according to QueerTea.com, it says Jamie Lynn Spears just threw Britney under the bus again. Again. <laughs> The ongoing saga between Britney and Jamie Lynn Spears has taken another toxic turn after it was revealed over the weekend that the younger sister has included in her new book a private apology sent from her older sister via text message. Page Six reports that the text message appears in Jamie Lynn's new book, Things I Should Have Said, out this week. In a recent text from her sister, she stated, she stated herself, I know it's not your fault and I'm sorry for being so angry at you. Although I'm your big sister, I need you more than you need me and always have, Jamie Lynn claims. It's not totally clear when the message was sent or in what context. The text is included in a chapter about <laughs> Britney's June 2021 court hearing. Wow, she managed to get that in real quick, huh? Right. Then, in which she lobbied to end a decade-old conservatorship under her father's control. At the time, Britney claimed her family should her family should be in jail for their treatment of her. A judge ended the conservatorship in November. I pray for the day she shares these words with the world, Jamie Lynn, for the rights of her sister's apology. I have no control over anything the media reports and cannot be held responsible for something I haven't absolutely no control over. Jamie Lynn first shared private details regarding Britney's conservatorship and mental health in an interview with the ABC News magazine Nightline. During the interview, she also detailed an alleged incident where she claimed Britney held her at knife point. Britney hit back at Jamie Lynn, claiming she wants to sell a book at my expense and that she never had to work for anything. Right. So it kind of like it ends there, but then there was like a whole like long ass like message that Brittany had sent to her sister, and I'm so pissed now because I can't find it now. But it went on and on and on. Like she was just saying, like you know, you did know what was going on, and when they put her away for like that four months, like they said, oh something was wrong with her, and there was like nothing wrong with her. She just didn't want to work anymore or whatever it was. They put her in that home for like four months, saying she had a problem, and she had reached out to her sister like can you help me and the sister didn't even bother to get back to her here's the thing jamie lynn spears needs to realize <laughs> like jamie lynn spears had this little like nickelodeon show it's called like zoe mm-hmm. zoe 101 or something like yeah, that yeah something like mm-hmm. that i think it was like two seasons then she decides to go out and get pregnant at, uh, yeah, at 16 that. do you honestly think your life would be so fucking easy for to be a single mom at that age if it wasn't for your rich and famous fucking sister mm-hmm. like jamie lynn spears is fucking trash well i mean we don't really know that yeah i do you like i do i, I know. know that's why I'm, i know I, and i'm moving on i know i know yeah. and i'm moving on she's trash that's it that's the right that's it that's it speaking of trash <laughs> okay i have a florida story oh my god okay it's i'm best. ready it's okay. the best Okay. Okay, I'm ready. So, glitter attack on man leads to charges for two clear water, clear water women. 
Do what? Say that one more time. Glitter attack. Oh my god, okay. Two women are in trouble with the law after police say their argument with a man escalated into their throwing glitter at him and following him to his apartment where they threw even more containers of glitter. According to News Channel 8, the incident began with an argument early Monday um, morning on Fairview Avenue. Hold on, I gotta, it's telling me to go to the source. Damn it. Okay. Where's the rest of it? So it happened on Fairview Avenue. Apparently there was a, I don't know what the, I can't find the rest of the fucking article. So I'm just going to like spit it out. Oh, here, this might be it. Okay, here it is. So it started with an argument on Fremont Avenue. (laughs) According to the arrest affidavits from Pinellas County, 27-year-old Caitlin O'Donovan and 29-year-old Sarah Franks went to the man's apartment on Fairwood Avenue just before 3 a.m. on Monday and started arguing with him as he stood on his fence balcony. Both women threw a container of glitter at the victim during the argument. According to the Clearwater Police, the arrested affidavit stated that the man was hit in the head and the torso. Officers said Franks then climbed over the balcony fence, went into the man's apartment and threw more containers of glitter at him. (gasps) Oh my god! She then unlocked the front door to let O'Donovan inside as well. The affidavit said when she was inside the apartment, police said O'Donovan also threw more containers of glitter at the man. According to police, Frank's <laughs> Frank Jeez. left the apartment complex in a vehicle that was traced back to her um, Seville Boulevard home. The arrest affidavit said the vehicle was still warm to the touch and had glitter inside when police found it. Oh my god. Franks and O'Donovan were both arrested and charged with felony burglary with assault or battery. Franks was also charged with criminal mischief because police said she kicked a window until it broke and sh- as she was leaving the apartment. And that's the end of the article. Oh my. They just glitter bombed his ass. Thank you, Florida. That will never go away. That glitter will be there until right. the day that car is compacted and thrown away. Not even the car. This man's apartment. No, I mean the like apartment. 18 pa- Like, he's going to have to get all new furniture. He's going to have to move. They're going <laughs> to... He's going to have to move. But I mean, no matter what he does, that's never going to go. There's just going to be glitter everywhere. There's probably glitter in the outlets. Oh, my God. What would you do if somebody did that to you? Because that is going to be, like, the worst thing. Not the worst. Person, I mean, but. they they climbed the fucking fence to his apartment. Like, I would have feared for my life, not glitter. <laughs> I know, but once they did, like, what do you do? What do you call nine one one and say, um, somebody climbed my fence and glitterized me? That's exactly what she did. Oh my god! Oh, we know the Winter Olympics are getting restarted. I have. I also don't care. Well, the Jamaica bobsled team is getting ready to... Oh, good running! Yeah, they're going to compete for the first time in over 20 years. Oh, so, okay, so now I do care. Now I do care, now I gotta go home after I go to pool. Actually, you know what? This weekend, mm-hmm. I'll watch Cool Running. <laughs> we know it's going to end up being on TV again. Yeah, they it's have gonna to. It's going to have to be, because it's this is too cool. So, according to today.com, Jamaica to compete in four-man bobsled at Olympics for the first time in over 20 years. So it says Jamaica has qualified for the four-man bobsled event in Beijing, marking its first appearance in the Winter Olympics in that event since 1998, and hearkening back to its 1988 four-man team that inspired the hit movie Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings! That's kind of really neat, though. 
I'm just like, how do you decide? Like you're you're like live. You're like, yeah, man, I'm over here smoking my pot, man, because I can't do voices. So, I mean, that was like that the was lamest shit you ever heard. That it was, was completely awful. awful. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> but like, how do you just go, well, I live in Jamaica, man, and I'm still going at it, though. You're you making bobsled team. I know. Like, how do you just decide, like, I'm going to be on a bobsled team that's like, you know, needs to be in the cold weather that you're never, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just think it's so interesting to me that they're doing such a thing and- of course, I want to root for my country. I'm all about the USA. I want to root for them. And I want our, you know, our people you to know do what? I'm tired obviously better than everybody shit. else. I'm tired of the USA shit. And I'm rooting for England because I want them to take us back. What? I do. Why? I do. I want them to take us back. Oh, my God. You're just talking dumb now. Which you, why? Why? Bitch, you love the fucking monarchy. You fucking love That doesn't mean I want to walk monarchy. around in it. You want to be, let's have a spot of tea on Dalagon I. Alley, like, come on, let's get the fuck up out of this joint. <laughs> anyway, why? I'm just saying, I don't understand why you would want to, you know, want to do that so much. I guess I'm not understanding. I don't know. I'm just, I'm tired of the bullshit. Well, okay, well, I've got another one for you, real quick. Please enlighten okay. me. Okay, so CBSNews.com is reporting that South Africa is over Omicron, and their good news may be a harbinger of hope for the U.S. Oh, good, because it, it came from there. Right, can we get over it too? I know, right? Because so, that shit fucking sucked. Yeah, it did. I guess I I, I agree. I mean, are they over it? Or are they just over it? I don't know. I would are they over it. it? Like, like I'm assuming they're they're over it now. They're over the sickness or over it? Yeah, like because I, am. I I doubt <laughs> CBS News would be reporting on I think I saw Africa so over Omicron. Oh my god, they're so done with it. Okay, <laughs> it's like the boyfriend that just like won't leave after you break up with him. Oh my god, over it. All right, so Johannesburg, only eight weeks after the world first heard about the Omicron variant of the coronavirus, when researchers in South Africa who discovered the strain notified global authorities, the country's wave of infection has fallen as sharply as it climbed. Not only that, but South Africa weathered its fourth wave of COVID-19 with very little interruption to people's lives. See, that's what's kind of interesting. Like, we're all, like, fuckered up. We ain't got food. Have you noticed there's, like, not food on the shelves, meat not on the shelves? Are you not Here? noticing that? Yeah. No, I was able to get food. I mean, but not like, I mean, you've not noticed that there's like missing shit? Mm-mm. No? Oh my God, I am. Like, I mean, we went to the grocery store before. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And at first I was like, well, maybe they thought because we we're getting that storm. Yeah. That wasn't really a storm. No. And I was thinking, but I don't know. It's like, it's been a fucking hot mess. I'm like, what is going on? Anyway, it says CBS News foreign correspondent Deborah Pata reports that in the suburbs, but Johannesburg, restaurants are busy again, traffic is jammed, and the city is bustling. Omicron quickly became the focus of global anxiety as infections spread across the South spread across South Africa with ferocious speed. Within days, the country was at the epicenter of the pandemic. And then, well, not much happened at all. Pata and her team have monitored one COVID ward at a hospital in Gauteng province, which includes the metropolis of Johannesburg and the capital Pretoria through the pandemic. Six months ago, during the country's battle with the Delta variant, the hospital is overwhelmed. ICU beds and oxygen were running out and the death rate was soaring. Said you are becoming, you are a human being before becoming a nurse. So people, or so seeing people die like that is very, very hard. Exhausted nurse Justice Mangala told CBS News at the time. During the Omicron wave, however, it has looked like a completely different hospital. It's about half empty with very few patients requiring oxygen and the staff are under, and the staff are under a lot less pressure. This time around, Mangala told Pata he could count the deaths on his ward with one hand. I'm a little bit at ease, he said, now that we got this second line of defense, which is our vaccine. 
The vaccines combined with high rate of pre- previous infection have boosted South Africa's collective immunity to the coronavirus, according to vaccinologist Professor Shabir Mahdi, and that has dramatically reduced the rates of severe illness and death during the fourth wave. So it says the Omicron wave now accounts for less than 5% of all the deaths that occurred due to COVID-19 in South Africa since the start of the pandemic. He believes that while many more variants will emerge, the acute phase of the pandemic with its devastating death tolls may well be over. I'm highly optimistic that we have reached a turning point in this pandemic, he said. I can't see us revisiting what we experienced during the course of the first three waves in South Africa. So it kind of goes on and on after that. But I was like, oh, wow, like that's that is good news for us because I don't know if you remember, like, when it first all started, I kept looking at Italy. Right. And, like, remember how Italy, it was, like, really, really bad over in Italy, and people were, like, not, I mean, it was so bad. And then Italy would kind of keep reporting back. So it was kind of, like, the waves would kind of come towards us, like, from them. So, to me, it is good news. So it's, like, maybe if we just hang in there a little bit longer. We're just going to hang on in there. Like, we just got to hang in there a little bit longer. I mean, we're already getting bamboozled, you know, over here. I mean, everybody's sort of got it right it. now. it. But, I mean, a little bit longer. So, do you want to wrap us up? If any of you guys, what would you do if you were glitter bomb? I know. Like, to the extent of what this person was glitter bombed. Please write us in and tell us your opinion on this. At straightfromthenet at gmail.com. You could also find us on Facebook at Straight From The Net. You can find Jamie on TikTok at Jamie Halliball at, well, at Jamie Halliball on TikTok. (laughs) Um, You can find Danielle, who doesn't post any articles, on Danielle at our videos on Danielle at Straight From The Net TikTok. I don't know. It's on there. We're on there. Uh, just find us. God, just find Do us. Do some work. And if you're <laughs> sitting in bored right now, like, go to all your major platforms, one of your major platforms, and just be like, hey, find Straight From The Net. Or just ask Alexa to play that shit for you. Mm-hmm. But we do have something that not every podcast has. What do we have, Danielle? We have a radio show. Yes, we do. Somebody thought that was a great idea to put us on the radio, especially in New York, at, I mean, uh, in the morning on Fridays. Show. So every morning you can find us on the WMLD, the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio, at 10 a.m. And if you miss it, that's okay. They replace on Saturday nights at 7. And if you miss it, that's okay, too, because I'm going to put this very show on our mother platform, which is SoundCloud. And then it's going to shoot out to all the other ones so you can find us pretty much everywhere. It's going to shoot out like a fucking glitter bomb. I know. Or like um, Drake when he had his condom on, I guess. It's just going to I don't know. <laughs> I think it's shooting out. It just makes me think of that. It's just dirty and I apologize. Oh. Um, but anyway, so find us then. And I guess we will see you next week. Next week. Okay, bye. Bye.